0: And welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name is Ray here, and Great to have you along. If this is the first podcast of ours you've listened to, please hit that like button, hit that subscribe button and come along for the ride. We are jumping straight into the news for this week's episode. Uh, later on, I went on a ride on the new uh, Moto Marini CMEZO uh, 6.5 and, and I'll share the details with you on that. But first, Husqvarna have released a new Norden. Husqvarna, Husqvarna's new Norden 901 Expedition has been confirmed for the New Zealand market with Pricing to be set at a here under $30,000. The new Norden 901 Expedition was announced on March 1st, 2023, and will sit above the Husqvarna Adventure lineup right at the top there. Stepping things up over the stand in Norden, the Expedition ups the ante with a range of standard accessories fitted with longer travel, 240 mm adjustable WP Explore suspension. Visually, setting the expedition apart from the standard Norden is a taller, touring windscreen from the Husqvarna Power Parts catalogue, along with very different graphics and a new engine guard. A centre stand is also included from the factory to help in maintenance while away exploring. Power remains the same at 105 horsepower, 100 100 newton metres of torque from the LC8C parallel twin engine. In terms of electronics, Husqvarna has given the Norden Expedition both heated grips and a heated rider seat, along with connectivity for smartphones to connect to the Norden's TFT dash via Bluetooth. With a name like Expedition, you'd expect some nods to Adventure Touring, and Husqvarna knows this. That's why the bike comes with a pre-fitted side bag set. This neat luggage solution integrates perfectly into the bodywork and offers up to 36 litres of storage capacity. The first examples of the Norden 901 expedition are expected to land in new zealand in may with pricing set at twenty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars plus on roads and the standard Nord- Norden retails at twenty six seven nine nine highlights of this new model include as i mentioned the wp explore suspension with 240 millimeters of travel it's also fully adjustable heated grips and heated rider seat for cold weather comfort touring windshield for reduced fatigue on extended rides side bag set offers convenient storage center stand for easier maintenance heavy duty skid plate for complete protection of the tank and engine uh, a whole list of other little bits and pieces is up at motonz.com and onthrottle.co.nz if you want to check it out but uh, keep an eye out if you are uh, looking at a Husqvarna Norden 901 for the Expedition model in May Indian Motorcycle has revealed its latest version of the popular Chief, which takes the form of the very on-trend Sport Chief. Priced at $33,495 with three colour options to choose from, the new Sport Chief joins the growing number of motorcycles sporting a factory cafe fairing as factory equipment, along with a number of other subtle changes on the Chief platform, which entered its second generation in 2021. Since launching in 2021, the reimagined Indian Chief has garnered incredible feedback from riders all around the world, said Mike Doherty, president of Indian Motorcycle. With the introduction of Sport Chief in 2023, Indian's Chief lineup is looking more diverse than ever, offering a wide range of performance and styling options to meet each rider's unique personality and riding preferences. The Sport Chief isn't just a visual upgrade on the Chief platform, it actually has some credentials to back it up in the name. Suspension is taken care of by KYB inverted forks up front, with piggyback Fox shocks suspending the rear, and an increase in travel to 4 inches, which in turn increases the bike's ability to lean up to 29.5 degrees. Stopping power comes in the form of dual discs set up from Brembo with four-piston semi-floating radial-mounted calipers to haul up this burly American beast. Featuring a simplistic steel tube frame, the Sport Chief preserves the Indian Chief's mechanical styling, and at the heart of it all, a blacked-out Thunderstroke 116 engine delivers 162 newton-metres of torque, while the eye catching new quarter fairing, along with new moto style bars with machine triple clamps and 6 inch risers, set the Sport Chief apart from the rest of the Chief Indian lineup. The Sport Chief features Sportcast wheels wrapped in Pirelli Night Dragon tires, a 15.5 litre fuel tank, bobbed rear fender, dual exhaust, LED lighting all round, keyless ignition, and three selectable ride modes, including Sport, Standard, and Tour. For more information and photos on the new Sport Chief, head to total.co.nz or check out the latest edition of Kiwi Rider magazine at kiwirider.co.nz. Suzuki New Zealand have confirmed pricing for its soon-to-arrive 2023 V-Strom DL250, DL800DE and DL1050 models with sharper pricing than we expected. The DL250SX will become the new entry point into the market with a low price tag of 6999 plus on road costs. Like the previous attempt at a small bore Strom, Suzuki has given the new VStrom 250SX a non-V-twin engine with the 2023 250 utilising the same 249cc single cylinder that's found at the GSX 250. Suzuki has kept the VStrom 250 styling in the family this time around who remembers the unforgettable circular headlight of the last one, with the 250SX amping the look of the flagship 1050 models. That means LED lighting and sharp DR big and styled lines, but a similar novice-friendly package. With the claimed weight of the V-Strom 250SX at 167 kg's, while the seat height of 835mm rolling stock is classic V-Strom styling, 19 and 17 inch wheels and ground clearance of 205 millimeters moving up to the dl 800de vstrom which will introduce suzuki's all new 776 cc parallel twin engine platform to the new zealand market this is priced at $8,999 plus on-road costs so you probably wouldn't get much change from 19 and a half grand for your money you'll not only get the new kit on the block but also the elegant TFT dash, quick shifter and Switchball rider aids, including ABS. As expected, the 2023 DL1050 range, which gives the large capacity Suzuki fans the most versatile V-twin to date, tops the new Suzuki adventure bike lineup with a price tag of $22,999 for the Road Focus DL1050RR, while the 1050DE tops the range at $23,999 plus on roads. More information and photos at onthrottle.co.nz or motonz.com. Yamaha's Tenere has been the darling of the mid-capacity adventure bike market ever since its launch in 2019. And now Yamaha Europe looks to be expanding the platform with two new variants announced recently, uh, which is kind of exciting, but also a bit disappointing. There is however a catch, the Tenere 700 Extreme and Explore editions are both currently noted as only being available in France, Italy and Germany. We've seen this same game played before by Yamaha with the brilliant Blue Rally edition also being a European only affair. So what are we missing out on? Both bikes take the base of the Tenere 700 and build build upon it uh, in two very different ways for different purposes. The Extreme Edition goes full send with a high mount front fender, large titanium pegs, Yamaha's taller rally seat and the more sophisticated suspension from the Tenere 700 World Raid which is due here in the fourth quarter of 2023. The Explore Edition focuses on touring ability, with the taller windscreen, lower seat height, and revised suspension settings, plus the addition of rear racks for panniers. But wait, that's not all. The Explore Edition also gets a quick shifter, which should hopefully mean this will become a factory option for Tenere 700 owners wanting to kit up their bike's performance. Both new editions also sport the TFT Dash from the World Raid model, which probably means they'll also sport the same level of electronics as well. With demand for the Tenere 700 still outstripping supply in most markets, and Yamaha Motor NZ confirming the bikes are currently a Euro-only affair, we'd put our chances down as pretty slim they'll make it to our shores. But that's never stopped a crafty Kiwi with a dream now, has it? More information on the two new Yamaha Tenere 700 variants at onthrottle.co.nz, motonz.com, and in the latest edition of Kiwi Rider magazine, kiwirider.co.nz. And wrapping up this podcast, I'm convinced the Moto Marini is one of the best bikes in its class, that being the Lambs class, the 650 thereabouts CC motorcycle class. Now, I joined a few of the local Wellington riders crew for a Sunday afternoon jaunt over the Rimutakas and around Lake Ferry. It was a good mix of bikes from Clome crad Harleys to Kawasaki ZX-10s and pretty much everything in between. We saddled up around 3.30pm and headed for the hills, and this was the first time that I got to see what the wee Moto Morini was like on the open road. Up till now, all I'd done was commuting miles. So as soon as we hit the first few corners of the Rimutaka's I felt confident and I felt at home. The bike was leaning beautifully into the corners and gracefully wafting around them. Using a mixture of 3rd and 4th gear I was able to easily leave the other bikes behind as I got stuck into some absolutely awesome riding. There are times when man and machine just sync up and you feel really good and this is one of those times. It didn't matter that I had one of the smallest engine machines in the pack, it was just feeling the road and I was loving every second of it. The shifter felt exact and precise as I approached the top of the hill and coming into the tighter bends as we made our descent into Upper, engine braking was all I required to control my speed. I'm convinced that the Motomarini Siamizo is one of the best Lambs motorcycles on the market at the moment, Sure, a case can be made for the likes of the Yamaha MT-07, as the CP2 engine is awesome, but the overall package lets it down, with average suspension and no tech to speak of. The suspension on the c once tuned on the other hand, is better than average, able to soak up most of the bumps while keeping you properly connected to the road, and providing great feedback. The wheel combo of an 18 and a 17 with what is comparatively wide tyres, actually feels really good, with a nice linear lean into the corners. It's able to hold a stable line and track well in the twisties. When you need to slow down, simply hooking a single finger over the front brake lever and applying a little pressure engages the twin front Brembos and hauls you up really well. The amount of pressure required to brake the bike with either the front or the rear is incredibly satisfying and easily one of the best things about the bike up till now i would have said anyone looking for a lambs bike shouldn't look past the mt07 easily hands down the best but in my time riding the motor marini Cmuzo Six and a Half scr it's really made me question that The CMEZO is a brilliant bike with superior suspension, Bluetooth, colour TFT display, and good looks to boot. Taking one for a test drive should not be a suggestion, it should be a requirement. It's almost mandatory. A simple, small bike that has power to get up and move and will put a smile on your face and keep it there all day. Plus, it has that look back factor that we often talk about. You know, if you ever walk away from a bike you've just parked and don't look back, is it really the bike for you? The Moto Marini CMSO is a great bike. And that about wraps up the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love your feedback. You can email us podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. You can get in touch with us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram under the handle Kiwi Rider Podcast. Kiwi Rider Magazine is a free magazine every twice a month, and you can check that out absolutely free uh, and full of all sorts of Kiwi motorcycling goodness at kiwirider.co.nz. Matt's website on throttle.co.nz, my website, motonz.com, and we're on YouTube under motonz.com as well, closing in on 1,000 subscribers with a new video every week. Otherwise, this is Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name's Ray Heron. Keep the rubber side down, throttle on, and we'll catch you in seven days' time.